0: hey everyone and welcome back to the pisgah podcast
1: thank you again for listening to pisgah we're your hosts drew and mangler coming to you live from beneath the zipline tower at colo bike park man i don't
0: know what's more fun riding the ziplines or jumping to flat over the little golf cart path
1: well you can do both you're not just holding to one that's true Last week we mentioned that we had t-shirts for sale, but we just didn't really go into
0: detail about how to get them. Yeah, that's kind of my bad. Yeah, I kind of dropped the ball on that one, didn't
1: I? Yeah, well, you know, so other than our social media accounts, our online presence is a little lacking with an official website. So with that said, we don't really have an official
0: web store for shirts. You know, our current sales have pretty much been through Instagram and Venmo, but we've got a big cartel account now. And we'll have that link in the show notes, but it is pisgapodcast.bigcartel.com.
1: Yeah, we didn't really plan that out too well, did we? But, you know, we got some shirts to some people anyways. Yeah,
0: people were psyched. And, you know, but what we did plan to do was give $5 from each shirt back to Pisgah area Sorba. So we'll be writing that check next week, and we are real psyched for that ink to dry.
1: So now that we've got that dialed in, what's... going on with you this week mangler
0: well i've been kind of in a heavy work mode the past few weeks you know the the old saying you know make hay while the sun shines and so that's what i've been doing I'm down in Wilmington this week working on some really cool bike-related content, which is always awesome to do, but can't really show the details on that just yet. Uh, I've not gotten to ride too much lately, but I did get a lap in yesterday on the Blue Clay Trails, which are just outside of Wilmington. You know, fun little XC lap, you know, it's good to get on the bike and spin the legs. But uh, what about you? What's new over your way?
1: So I've been kind of keeping it quiet, but about three weeks ago, I shoulder-checked the ground. And the prognosis is that I dislocated my shoulder and I have a torn labrum and I have a small fracture of the hill sacs, whatever that is. Uh, But yeah, the good news is that in three more weeks, uh, if I have good stability in my shoulder and decent range of motion, I can go about my life again and, and ride. So the bad news would be that in three weeks, if I have poor stability, I will need surgery to repair my torn labrum.
0: Torn anything always sounds super scary to me. After having a, a torn ACL, but you know that's definitely a bummer to hear because we're right here in like prime spring weather riding. But uh, you know, kind of, what's your plan? You know, you got a lot of time management to deal with it here in the next couple of weeks. So, what are you up to?
1: Well, I'm I'm hopeful that the surgery is going to be a no go, and I'm really psyched to be riding, and I I'm bummed on the downtime, but. I figure if I can't ride my bike, it's a good time to update to a new rig.
0: Oh, a new rig. Hey. Eh? Uh, so for this new build, let me ask you, let me ask you this. SRAM or Shimano?
1: Uh, well, for now it's primarily just the parts off my current bike because nobody has anything available. But I do have a, a few new components lined up for the build.
0: Okay, so what's up? Are we going to get a full rundown of this new rig?
1: Uh, not yet. Uh, I don't want to spoil this prize. I don't even have the frame in hand yet. I don't even know if the delivery truck's going to get taken over by pirates or something. So I don't want to jinx that, and I don't want to ruin some future content.
0: Ooh, yeah. yeah. So you want to play those cards close because you don't want to risk anything at this point with the lack of bike stuff availability right now.
1: No, but I am looking forward to getting it built up, and, you know, when I do, I'm probably going to give it some time before I really take it out in the woods and give it a little shakedown close by.
0: So, what would be, like, your your close-by shakedown, you know, Rod? Is that, are you going to, uh, it seems like Colo's real close to you?
1: Yeah, Cola's up the street. It's a great place to just go do a lap, check your suspension settings, and make sure you've got everything dialed before you venture into the woods and get too far in before you figure out you need to change something up right
0: yeah that's right you've got colo close by you whereas i have canuga close by me
1: right yeah and so for this week's interview we actually have colin from colo bike park to give us some updates on what's going on and tell us what's new over there right on Thanks for doing this with me. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, for sure. Sorry we haven't done it sooner. I know that injury probably set you back a little bit.
2: Yeah, I remember we were supposed to do it the week that I actually broke my hip. So it's cool to finally get around to it a couple months later. Yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name's Colin. Uh, I'm the bike park manager at Colo Bike Park in near downtown Asheville. I don't really know what else to say about myself. I like riding
1: bikes. Yeah, mostly just kind of want to talk about what's new at Colo. I know that uh, a lot of our listeners come here regularly. People that uh, ride in the summertime for uh, locals night and things like that. And uh, yeah, five after five on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm.
2: Totally, man. Always um, a fun time always uh we actually started it back up last night it was the first night we advertised it a little bit kind of wanted to do a little soft opening for it to see how it'd go um, a lot of new stuff going on at the park and if anybody was here last year they might remember how crazy it got when we had like we kind of had to cap it at like 100 people because there was mm-hmm. too many people in the park terrible problem to have yeah. but so this year we've we've added another jump line we've added you know more features throughout the park to kind of hopefully spread some people out
1: and so if you guys want to come ride on thursdays it's only five dollars from five to eight pretty good deal it's always been a fun time and a good social interaction too which is something that i think a lot of us are starved for right now for sure (laughs) for sure and uh, you know another thing while we're talking about the five after five i think one thing people don't really understand is that it's not just for dirt jumping no we have just about everything you could do on your bike here
2: even trials if you want to Trials it up a little bit. There's some rocks around here, but uh, we've got about four miles of trails everything from beginner green trails to intermediate blue trails to some ridiculous black diamond stuff. Uh, we've got a couple of pump tracks, which are great for not only BMX bikes, dirt jumpers, but also on mountain bikes, uh, just kind of learning how to find your flow. I guess that's where Colo came from. But then we've also got a skills park area for the, you know, the skinnies and the little teeter totters and balance features really just get acquainted with your bike, even real small drops and then bigger drops and then ridiculously big drops for when you've mastered those. So a little Mm -hmm. something for everybody out here, even if you're not just a dirt jumper.
1: Yeah, I think that's important for people to know because there's that that association because the jumps are great, pump track's great, and uh, there's still a lot more left here for people to see. Some pretty good single track here and there too. Yeah, absolutely. There's five after five, obviously. But uh, what about the rest of the hours during the week? What's a a normal week look like at Colo? That's a great question. So right now we're actually open five
2: days a week. Uh, We're closed Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, That'll change starting Memorial Day seven days a week through the summer and we'll go back to five days a week after Labor Day, obviously it's a a seasonal thing here. But uh, we are open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. right now and I think we're gonna go to 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. after Memorial Day. And then again on Thursdays open till eight o'clock for that five
1: after five party. Cool. And what, what about the weekends uh, coming up? Or is there, are the, the weekend hours going to change or anything like that? No
2: weekend hours will stay the same. We're just basically open until six o'clock on the weekends at this time. Nothing's changing on there. Okay. If we do decide to change that, we'll, no, we'll, we'll let you know on our social media <laughs> accounts for sure at Colo bike park. Cool. Real, real hard one to follow.
1: I guess the season's really kind of kicking off here currently. What about, uh, has there been any major changes during the off season? We've got new trailhead maps over the off season this year. Shout out to Callie from
2: Ride Canoga who helped us design our new maps. We've got a few of them located throughout the park just to update it with all the new trails that we've added over the last few years, Uh, so all of our new trails are on there. Even the trails that we're building currently are already on the map. We just need to finish them now. So that's always, a, again, a good problem to have there. We got a couple of couple new green trails, like Boardwalk, that's on there. Uh, we've got our Park Place Trail, which is a Black Diamond Trail. And we've got our new trail, Word, which is also a Black Diamond Jump Trail. Pretty cool. sweet trail that's going in the woods over there. Those are all our new park map. We've got a, a new drop zone out there with like at least three pretty difficult drops. Ranging in size from two and a half feet all the way up to six foot, uh, a big step up out there now as well. We've made a ton of changes to the dirt jumps to make them kind of flow better and make the green lines greener, the blue lines bluer and the black lines blacker, you know, so just trying to make everything fit. Differentiate things for sure. And uh, we've got a whole new trail that we've added a blue jump line trail called trailer park. It actually goes through a semi trailer. That's why we named it trailer park and then that you know culminates in a nice little uh three tabletop jump line at the
1: end pretty fun nice sessionable little trail mm-hmm. good use of space over there and that's what we're all about here cool yeah i remember that field over there was kind of overgrown and not really being used at all yeah we're our, actually funny story it was an overgrown
2: field our original name for that trail was jungle boogie mm-hmm. which had been a great trail name <laughs> yeah. but uh since they they, they like brush
1: hog the field so we just called the trailer park because that's, that's yep. kind of what it looks like over there it works and uh, so who's doing the trail work? Is that you and a crew here, or do you outsource any of that?
2: That's all in-house. We've got a couple of guys who we got on hand. Both their names start with H. We've got Hunter and Henry, who are our current trail crew, and myself. Uh, now I'm able to get out there and actually move around, swing a shovel. But all this stuff's done in-house. Those dudes do a great job. I don't know if you've, if anybody out there knows who Hunter is, but he slap packs a mean lip, dude. Yeah. He can shape a dirt jump. So if you've noticed our dirt jumps
1: getting just be- more beautiful and more beautiful over the mm-hmm. years, that's that's all Hunter's work. I've noticed that even just with the advent of social media, dirt jumps just look prettier now than they used to. People know how to pack them in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the 90s, they were all kicked in at the top and rounded, and now they're all perfectly square and slap tight. So that's the, awesome. The the dirt jump two-step
2: is still a real thing, though, that, that, that two-step thing you do on a lip. Mm-hmm. It's, a little, it's a little dance feel. Yeah. know
1: Mm mm-hmm just gotta feel feel for a soft spot maybe and so for people maybe getting into riding that's another thing that i think about when when i have people come to me and ask where's a good place to learn how to ride a mountain bike or where's a place i can try it out without big commitment you guys have rental bikes here for sure yeah we've got uh, rentals for
2: any size or shape of person full suspensions, hard tails. We're getting e-bikes pretty soon, which is going to be pretty rad. Oh, right on. Yeah, we are, we are a Rocky mountain dealer. So all of our rentals are Rocky mountains. They're decent bikes and it's, yeah, we can, we can accommodate just about anybody on a bike and we've got a nice, you know, beginner friendly place for them to try it out on, which is really important. Mm-hmm. A lot of our, uh, our business model is of renting bikes and we get a lot of, you know, tourists to this area in Asheville. It's mm-hmm. a great thing. It's what keeps our economy going. And, uh, so we got a lot of people up from Florida who want to try mountain biking, and we try to give them a a taste of what you might find outside our uh, our park for you know for beginners. Obviously, if you want to go ride mountain bikes out here and you're from Florida, the you know couple hundred feet of climbing that you might experience at Bent Creek just to get to you know a decent mm-hmm. trail is going to be a lot. So out here we we've got a hundred feet of elevation. Yeah, big big hill out here, you know. And so it's definitely a little
1: more suitable for people who aren't quite ready for, like, the bigger mountains and things like that. Sure, and even people that are just kind of timid about going out into the woods, since this is kind of a nice little, uh, you know, lush, green, vegetated area in the city. Oh, yeah. So you're not going to get lost out here. No, well... It's hard to get lost.
2: Out <laughs> so it's been we, done. <laughs> we, we have many trailhead maps out there for a reason. But uh, you know, we like to say if you if you if you stumble onto the golf course, you probably went a little bit too far. Yeah. If, you, if you're in if you're in the Crown Plaza parking lot, you went a little bit too far. So, but we're you know tucked in here just outside of downtown Asheville. It's a beautiful area, and yeah, it's it's nice to have it all condensed into one area where people typically
1: can't get lost. Right. And for also for beginners, do you offer any kind of uh experience or guiding or um instruction here or is that that an option at all through the park no we don't offer that
2: directly we do have our camps and our clinics which are you know youth based particularly our bike camp is a huge huge thing um it runs all summer long we also have the after school club but these are all for you know kids ages 5 to 17 Uh, as far as adults go we don't have anything right now for like beginner mountain bike or anything like that but It's definitely in the works. We're looking at going that route, but we're definitely heavy on the the youth side of the extracurricular activities with our bike club, Mm -hmm. bike camp, Saturday Shred sessions,
1: all those things. Yeah, and because it's a self-contained spot, it's obviously a very safe environment for for you too, so.
2: relatively safe you know safe they're yeah. never really a word we try to use sure. around here we try to make things safer but we can't ever mm-hmm. you know you can't ever guarantee anybody's safety right. riding a mountain bike is going to be inherently dangerous mm-hmm. dirt jumping is going to be even more dangerous keep yeah. that in mind you know. I, I've, I've found out the hard way <laughs> Hey, me too, man. <laughs> me too. On, on that note our our I'll talk about our camp programs real quick. I was hoping I could, like, mm-hmm. come on the podcast a couple months ago. I was looking forward to coming on here and saying, hey, come sign up for our camps and everything. Well, it's too late to do that. They're all full at this point. But they are an awesome program, and it's really cool to see, uh, you know, kids getting on bikes and maybe kids who aren't super sure if they're into bikes or are into it, but they just need, you know, a little bit of coaching, a little bit of foundation on what they're doing on a bike. And mm-hmm. we have a great place for them to learn, and we have a great staff of camp counselors who go out of their way to make sure you know the kids are having a good time they're learning they're staying relatively safe for the you know activity that they're doing and they have a good time and the the parents see that they have a good time and they enjoy it and you know the kids go home tired at the end of the day so, yeah. what, what else could you ask
1: for? yeah I've been out here before too when camps were going on and you know it's end of the day parents come to pick up the the kids and wind up riding a lap with the kids before they go home too which is totally you know a nice way for them to show their parents what they learned and everything oh yeah and that's something we hear all the time is like he couldn't keep up with me before he came to camp and now after he went to your Mm -hmm. camp all summer (laughs)
2: he's i can't keep up with him
1: yeah i guess my uh my next question about the camps are since they're already full for the year and it's not may yet for parents that are looking to maybe have their kids in the camps next summer, about what what's the time frame? When, do, when does registration open? And that's a, fantastic what time is it a question.
2: So um, we are actually gonna open our registration uh, probably December 1st, 2021 for our 2022 programs. And you'll be able to book our fall after school club, our fall Saturday shred sessions and our fall, or pardon me, our summer camps starting December 1st. And this year it's what April and they're already all booked up. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a good idea to get in there early. And we typically do offer discounted rates uh, especially if you register that early, typically if you're registering January or before we are going to offer a pretty good discount on that. But then we also have some other programs to, That will come about in the fall, like the Saturday Shred Sessions, which I've said like three times, but I haven't explained what they are. It's actually like a guided, you know, day camp on a Saturday where you drop your kid off at nine and you pick them up at four and they get to ride with another group of kids who are all, you know, into riding bikes, progressing, having fun. And you also have uh, some skills coaches there to guide them along the way, keep them in line and make sure everybody's having a good time.
1: Yeah, that sounds super valuable. Oh, Yeah. I wish things like this existed when I was a child. I almost said that, man. It's like,
2: where was this when we were kids? I man? know.
1: It's crazy. I guess it takes a generation of people like us to kind of realize that it's necessary. Totally, yeah. yeah. It's a different extracurricular, you know. Mm-hmm. There's definitely room for it, and we're finally getting to the point where we can we can have this as a, uh, as a society almost, you know. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, another thing I like about a, a contained bike park is that this doesn't look anything like you know neighborhood parks that have you know old tennis courts with no net and weeds growing up through the cracks and basketball hoops with no net that you know people just don't seem to use those kinds of of sporting resources anymore for sure and uh, this is a good void you know good place to, to to direct people that you know are are athletic but you know, aren't sticking ball sports players. For sure. And that kind of goes to
2: the story of Colo and the Adventure Center itself and how it came about. I mean, this sits on what used to be, you know, this, the back nine of the Crown Plaza's Mm -hmm. golf course. And people quit playing golf, I guess, back in about 2008, 2009. And so they decided to find a better use of the space. And so they put up the zip lines and the treetop adventure park and built some bike trails underneath them. And here we are almost 10 years later, and it's Mm -hmm seems to be like one of the best ideas they've had you know uh, yeah the golf course is eventually going to go away and they're going to actually build condos down there in the lower half of this place so right that'll be interesting to see how that goes but uh outdoor recreation especially in this area i mean that's
1: totally that's why i moved here but hey me too <laughs> st louis it's pretty cool and all but right ashville way cooler yeah i remember you know late late oddies working in bike shops, like the the saying around the time was that mountain biking is the new golf. Yeah. And uh, I definitely, I can see that now.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if you are a biking with Bobo follower, but uh, he mm-hmm. put out a video the other day, which was talking about, is mountain biking too expensive? And they were, you know, comparing it, calling it in humor, of course, an elitist sport, comparing it right. to <laughs>
1: skiing and stuff like that, which,
2: well, hey, it's not really getting too far off, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's hard to like growing up and being interested in skiing. It was one of these things for me that it was definitely not something I could invest in the equipment for to go do two or three times a year. For sure, yeah. And I think for, for some people mountain biking is probably that, but with municipal, you know, trails in every town now it seems like it's gotten way more accessible. It's definitely not gotten any cheaper, but it does like the the the, the places that you recreate with a with a mountain bike seem to be more plentiful now than they were years ago.
2: That's for certain. The bikes aren't getting cheaper, but use bike market as a thing and mm-hmm. starting on a hardtail's is a thing. And hey, man, kids on BMX bikes, yeah. it's still a thing. Exactly. Kid doesn't need a full suspension mm-hmm. bike.
1: Now I've ridden a lot of stuff on a rigid single speed and had a lot of fun. Maybe it wasn't the experience that uh, I, I was hoping for, but it definitely didn't disappoint either. For sure. Believe it or not, rigid
2: single speed, my old surly karate monkey, that's what got me into mountain biking yeah. to begin with. So, hey.
1: Mm-hmm. It's out you, there. You can't break the bike, so oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, definitely a reliable machine. What about events? Do you guys host any events here throughout the year? Or? Uh, we host a lot of
2: after-school clubs, like local uh, schools that have mountain bike clubs. We host them. We've had cyclocross races in the past. Um, we haven't had any in the last few years. We have a great venue for cyclocross racing, so if any cyclocross racer, race promoters out there are looking for a sweet downtown Asheville venue, hey, man, hit me up. But uh right uh, we de- we haven't really had many events this last year. Obviously with Corona was uh event free. Right. But uh going forward, yeah, we're definitely looking at hosting some kind of not necessarily like a weekly race league or anything like that, but we're gonna have some some events coming down the pipeline and uh hopefully some demos, maybe get Rocky Mountain out here with some of their bikes pretty oh, yeah. soon.
1: Mm-hmm. That's cool. If you got any of those events coming up, you know, feel free to reach out to me, and you know, we'll put it in the show notes and make sure people know about it. Totally, we will. Yeah. So obviously, we delayed this episode because uh, you had an injury. Yeah. So do you want to talk about that or? a slight injury? Yeah. Uh, broke my hip, man. I was
2: I was riding my BMX bike, of course, and uh, was at the Riveter. Don't tell my boss here. But uh, <laughs> was to check uh, out the
1: competition. Yeah, got it. Got it.
2: Keep an eye on them, right? Um, was going just, I was throwing a three sixty. I got I got to make it sound cool here. I was throwing a three, you know, right. threw the bike away and just I landed on my my hip, <clears throat> landed on my butt, bounced back up to my feet and tried to take a step and I was like, oh, it's broke. No, yeah. I, I didn't think that. I was like, well, my leg doesn't work. But yeah, it turns out I broke my hip, got surgery, pinned it back together, and uh, took about two months before I'd get off crutches and stuff. But mm-hmm. I can walk again. I, I can pedal my bike around again. Yeah, coming back at it. It's wild. We're able to heal amazing
1: yeah it's amazing what like a couple of drywall anchors in your leg will do to <laughs> your bone held together <laughs> yeah i broke my hip uh years ago and it was six months off the bike for me six months man. a lot of that too is mental just yeah. trying to talk myself back into it it was not easy yeah and uh but getting back on the horse i recommend it it's a known risk when we're when we're riding bikes totally i can i can ride a bike i just can't crash a bike yet mm-hmm. um but
2: i feel very fortunate with my injury and uh hearing horror stories like like i'm gonna call yours a horror story dude six months off a bike Mm -hmm. that's scary and uh, other people who i know who have recently had injuries who have had like just weird things happen with like the surgery just kind of went a little wrong or something and Mm -hmm. it's like man this could be a lot worse so yeah i've jumped jumps and it's only been a little more than two months Mm -hmm.
1: don't tell my doctor right well i won't i I don't know who your doctor is Was there anything special you did during your recovery or was there any, any, any PT that you did that was particular?
2: Not really, man. i stayed off of it like pretty close to a full eight weeks, yeah. pretty dang close before I like even think about putting weight mm-hmm. on it. I got a, I got all this special, like home medical stuff, like a shower chair, you know, oh, yeah. and like a, a weird seat for your toilet, all those mm-hmm. things that like, it's not fun to talk about. But, uh, yeah, just didn't, didn't do anything. <laughs> Took calcium, you know, vitamin D supplements and
1: Right. Well, luckily too with COVID there wasn't a whole lot to do.
2: Yeah, true. So true true.
1: You couldn't have asked for a better time to have been down, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a silver lining there, I don't know. I'll call it, but... <laughs> <laughs> well I'm glad you're back at it, that's good to hear. Yeah, man, getting closer at yeah. least. Get you get hungry towards the end too, and it's hard to remind yourself not to jump the gun. Totally. Yeah. Well, uh, that's really all I had up my sleeve. If there's anything else that you want to touch on and want to talk about, have at it.
2: No, the only thing I'd say is uh, if you guys don't already follow us on Instagram, give us a follow on there to keep up to date with what's going on at the park. We update it every day. We're open with anything that might be closed, park conditions, things like that. We're at Colo Bike Park, K-O-L-O. I'm not going to spell bike park. You can figure that out. But uh, we... uh, have five to five going on on thursdays come on out from five to eight it's only five bucks to ride the whole park it's a bring your own bike event byob uh we don't rent bikes during five to five that's a common question we get so i just want to clear that up right now uh, other than that it was awesome to sit down and talk to you man yeah Finally for get sure done, two yeah. months later
0: So two things. Yes, I was very bummed when you guys had to cancel that interview. And also, I'm very psyched to get back for some five after five sessions. And so, Drew, get that shoulder better so we can go do some X-Ups.
1: Yeah, X-Ups and um, flip-flops and tabletops. It's uh, my favorite social ride of the week in the summer.
0: Oh, man, it's a fun little time, Just either sessioning or heckling or doing all of it.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm probably going to go out this Thursday just to hang out and see some homies anyhow. But uh, so besides that, how's the weather looking this week?
0: Well, this weekend is looking very nice. We've got, you know, some warm highs and kind of some really comfortable overnight temps. Uh, The rain does kind of show a presence, you know, a little in the mid Early week next week, but it's not showing a lot of rain. It's probably going to be some of those like rainstorms that actually help the trails more than blow them out. So, you know, the precipitation chance is on the lower end, but we, it's welcomed at this point. You know, like when it's super dry, we we need the the moisture then. But looks like a good riding week.
1: Yeah, that's good, and yeah, we could use some moisture. It's super dry out there lately.
0: I, well, I guess I can't say because I've not been home in like two weeks, so.
1: We just got two nights of solid rain, and I can already tell you that the the dirt in my front yard where we've been doing some gardening is already pretty dusty.
0: Wow, such a huge difference from how it was a couple months ago. But, you know, that's kind of how it is here in the mountains.
1: Yeah, if you don't like the weather, wait a few days.
0: (laughs) Well, guys, that is a wrap on this week's episode. And as always, you can find us on social media and Big Cartel. So just search Pisgah Podcast to follow us along on social media and maybe buy a t-shirt.
1: And if you wish there was a mountain bike skills park in your town when you were a kid, make sure you subscribe and share with your pals, and I hope you all have a great weekend.
0: And what we would have done is kids to have spots like Nicola and Canada. Yeah, instead we just had...